name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to say something that I think in the last few days and weeks and months, well, this thing has been pretty obvious, pretty easy to tell. And it's what our scripture lesson says. Our world is a world of great tribulation, chaos, bedlam, anarchy, malarkey, and confusion. You see it on the news all day long today. We read it on our Facebook and Twitter pages. We witness it in our own community, within our own families. It's always been a world of tribulation, chaos, bedlam, and confusion, hasn't it? It was before the election yesterday. It was before all that has followed. It was a world of chaos before there were riots burning down buildings in downtown Lincoln. It was a world of chaos before disease clouded our eyes from seeing what's important. It's always been a world of tribulation, chaos, and confusion. What will tomorrow bring for you? Do you know? Who will be your ruler? What will your health be? What events are yet to happen in your life? Do you know? Are you certain of anything? Anything at all? Are you sure what the diagnosis from the doctor will be? Are you sure how many days are left? We suffer, don't we? Our bodies age. Our hair turns gray. Grows out of our ears. Our skin gets wrinkly and saggy. Our teeth decay and chip. Our metabolism slows. It's all a part of the tribulation 
of this world. We see chaos as families go years without speaking to one another, usually about something meaningless and silly. You see, marriages end, families torn apart. And all the things that we build in this world are constantly torn down by wind, water, waves, and flame. Great tribulation. Great tribulation. And at the end of it, we die. Dear Christian, it is sin that causes all the tribulation, chaos, bedlam, anarchy, confusion. It is sin that's behind the tribulation of the world. It's sin that causes pain and suffering and sickness. It's sin, your sin, my sin, the sin of the whole world, the sin inherited from Adam. This sin seeks to destroy all that God created and called good and replace it with emptiness, hurting, confusion, pride, and guilt. This world is a world of great tribulation because it's a world of sin. And I don't know about you, so I'll only speak for myself. I get tired of it. I grow weary of it. It weighs heavily upon me. Living with sin is exhausting. And I think that's why, dear friends in Christ, God gives us our first reading for this evening from the book of the Revelation to St. John. Because he knows the tribulation of our world. He knows our weariness and our exhaustion. And so he opens the door and lets us peek through it for just a moment to see what awaits us. To see heaven. He lets you see what's coming, where you are going, where you'll be in the end, 
that has no end. God's kingdom. He tells you about it in the words of Revelation. Did you see it as you heard those words? After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every tribe and language and nation and people, all standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. No more suffering. No more weariness. That's heaven. And did you catch what fills heaven? People. A huge multitude of people from everywhere. Ancient Israelites are there. Roman citizens are there. Egyptian Christians, Chinese Christians, African Christians, Australians even. Even Americans. Filling heaven, a number too large to count, standing before Jesus. It's all the people who have faith in Jesus. Faith that he is the Lamb of God who died and rose again to forgive every single sin. All of it, every last one, by shedding his blood and dying, being taken by the great tribulation. But he didn't stay dead, he rose. And now, in heaven, all those people, what are they doing? They're worshiping God thanking him for their salvation, for his mercy. They're singing, heavenly singing, speaking face to face with God, coming into contact with his glory. Springs of living water are there. Peace. Peace beyond our comprehension. Everlasting peace. God lets you glimpse heaven. Why? What does this have to do with us? Don't you understand? The people that you see in heaven are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation, have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb, 
They're Christians. Christians of all times and places. Christians who believed God's word. That means it's you that you get to see in heaven. You're there. In the white robe, singing the heavenly hymns, praising God. That's you. You're in heaven. You're a citizen of heaven. God lets you peek in the door so that you can see that you're there. After all, you hear God's word, don't you? That's why you're here. You receive God's sacraments and forgiveness, don't you? The Holy Spirit works faith within you. And so you get heaven. The white robe you see yourself wearing there is the robe of baptism that clothes you with Christ's righteousness that covers all of your sin. You've already eaten the heavenly food as well, haven't you? Kneeling here at the altar rail, the very body and blood of Jesus given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sin. You are already a part of heaven. It's your future. It's your present. God has gone to prepare a place for you. And if he goes to do so, certainly he'll come back to take you so that where he is, you may be also. You'll end up in heaven. God will see to that through his word and sacraments. That doesn't mean we should hurry it along or take matters into our own hands. No! In God's good time, you'll experience it in its fullness. The world is weary and exhausting and painful and difficult and confused. But God's promise is certain. The tribulation, it will continue every day that you're here on this earth. There will be more chaos more uncertain elections, more sickness, disease, and suffering. You'll keep getting older, grayer, wrinklier, and larger.
But one day you'll come out of the great tribulation. God will sustain you with his word throughout the tribulation. God will pour out his mercy upon you time and time again. God will keep you and watch over you until your time comes. But you know where you're going. You've seen a glimpse of it. You've seen the world that is to come. Did you catch all that is there? Did you see how this scripture lesson ends when it talks of you? These are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation. That's you. Now they are before God and serve him day and night in his temple. That's you. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. The lamb in the midst of the throne, Jesus, is their shepherd and will guide you to springs of living water and wipe every tear from your eyes. Blessed are you when your strength is in Jesus, the one who overcomes this world. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.